Welcome to the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast. Thanks so much for being with us. I'm one of the co-hosts, William Mankello, and usually alongside me would be Stuart the Wild Man Mabbott as the co-host. But this particular episode is slightly different. Stuart and I are taking a bit of a step back from particularly recording during December. So instead, we are giving you these this new series called December Reflections, where we choose particular episodes that we feel you should maybe listen to again or even listen to for the first time. This particular episode, today's episode, is was originally released on the 20th of June 2021. And the title, I think, is like perfect for today's times. It would be interesting to hear what you think about what we said at the time and is it still pertinent today? Because the question we were asked, answering that day, which was sent in from uh, Colin in Worcester, England, the one of our listeners, is Britain a pretend democracy? We have the intelligence to live better and more environmentally friendly. Do our leaders? That's the question we're going to discuss on today's episode of the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast. It's prompted by a question from a listener in Worcester, the saucy listener in Worcester, Colin. <laughs> um, I'm William Manclo. I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast, as always. I'm going to try and get my uh, Facebook page right because I kind of messed it up in the previous one. I do a live show on facebook.com forward slash shot at an angle at 7pm every week. Uh, talk about photography, creativity and etc, etc, etc. Alongside me as always at the other end of a Zoom call is the co-host of this podcast and you are? Tell me who you are. I'm, I'm Stuart the Wild Man Mabber. Uh, my job is getting people out there into nature, making it part of daily life and hope that they'll protect it. One of the things I do is uh, I give talks and I also write. So if you go on to uh, Amazon Kindle and just put my name in, there's a selection of four different books there about how to bring wildlife into your garden. That's all on there. On this podcast, we talk about the world scale issues and we aim to change and challenge mindsets and habits. We talk about a range of things philosophy, human condition, a whole load of things. We're not experts, we're just people like you, just trying to make our way in the world, having the conversations that need to be had in a very rambling and meandering style. And we hope that you learn something new through this. And the question, William, you've said is. From Colin in Worcester. It is indeed, and yes. It's a long one again. The, quest, the question could be longer than the episode. Um, <laughs> it said Britain is a pretend democracy uh, and a disguised dictatorship. Protesters are being treated badly, yet it said the, those protesters in Myanmar are treated a lot worse. So we have no right to complain in the UK. Do you agree, though, that whatever country, culture or experience, actions prevent and break silence and the power that silence has in maintaining the status quo we need to get ourselves off fossil fuels and change the supply chains and the way we consume we have the funds and resources to live in a new sustainable way we have most of the tech already needed and available already to for us we just don't have the will it will only change with people pressure Increasing the biomass of mature trees and kelp farms in the seas that absorb carbon alongside better transport and infrastructure, etc., is doable. Reducing food waste, as you've spoken about on the podcast, can have a big impact and less methane from landfill of food that's just been thrown away. 
if we do all this, we, we need to consume less. And by consuming less, we produce less plastic. We have the intelligence to do this, but do our leaders. Uh, again, a I'm lot, not sure how to start that one. It's a lot, a lot to unpack again, you know. Are we in a pretend democracy and a disguised dictatorship? Hell yeah. I think we're in a, we're in a, a subtle dictatorship. Well, it all depends on what you mean by dictatorship, right? A dictatorship for me would be uh, something that is uh, where uh, somebody has taken over, some, taken over, taken power uh, illegally. You know, democratic. Yeah. We, we are a democratic country. As a lot, a democratic country is where you can actually uh, vote in, um, vote in who, who leads you. Correct. That's part of that's bit yeah. of democracy. Yeah. Uh, we can protest, but I think the. I think we have a uh, government that's obviously a lot more right wing, that a lot more controlling on of protests um, and less less. Um, I don't really have a point to make, to be frank with you. I'm I'm pissing up I'm pissing up the war here, to be frank with you. Yeah. I think that I I can't I, can't, I don't I don't recognise the country as being in a dictatorship, disguised or otherwise. What do you think, Stuart? I mean, do you, well, you seem you seem to be on that that along that line of thought thinking. Am I wrong? Yeah, uh, and I heard the alarm, the, the police alarm going as you were talking there, and that's the thought police coming in, you know, <laughs> yeah, 1984 just, just reference de- there. Just stealing my thoughts, right? right. No, I, I do believe we are in a in a a, a, a very well-disguised dictatorship. To, to talk about the people in Myanmar, they're, they're under much worse conditions, but I can see... I can see the situation we're in progressing to that if we're not careful and we're not open to the potential of that happening if we're not being observant. Yes. Um, well, the potential, the that, poten- that potential could happen anywhere in the world. I mean, look, look what happened. Yeah, exactly. Look what happened in the US with the storming of the Capitol building, right? As far as I understand, the situation in Myanmar was uh, the, the military taking over control of the country, which is yeah. definitely a dictatorship. Whereas here, yeah. I, th- I think potentially with democracy, uh, with this, this is a democratic country... But maybe there's just not enough people having their, having their say. Colin's point says um, people in Myanmar are being treated worse. So have we a right to complain? Yes. I mean, mm. because yeah, of course we do. You, we're, the way we may not be, be being treated in the same way uh, and it may not in some ways fear, be as bad, but you, you should still not be treated in the way people are being treated in this country. Uh, largely uh, uh, and I, I i reiterate i can see we're heading towards that uh boris johnson has invested in some water cannons and various things it's a very short step in thinking to suddenly getting the army on the streets and 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 then a very short step for the army getting beyond themselves and turning into having a military coup it it's very different what's happening in the UK to what's happening in Myanmar. But I don't think, because it's not as bad as Myanmar, we should shut up and go home Yeah. Um, in any stretch of the imagination. Colin goes on to say, do you agree, though, that the whatever the country, the culture, uh, actions prevent prevents and breaks silence and the power silence has in maintaining the status quo? Well, I would actually say the, the protests that are happening in the UK and Myanmar are the same thing. It, it's taking action 
to prevent the silence maintaining the status quo. We're not going silently. So I'd mm. actually say we might be in a very different situation. We may or may not be in a dictatorship. We may be in a democracy. But the common denominator, what's happening all over the world, the Indian farmers, the, the, the indigenous cultures in South America, you know, the environmental Black Lives Matter and the social justice campaigners in the UK. What we're all doing is we're not going quietly. We're breaking that silence. Yeah, and there's this thing at this point that uh, Colin's made here about protest action, action prevents and breaks silence. Yeah, protests are supposed to do that. Otherwise, they're not protests, yeah. are they? Again, we've mentioned this yeah. in the podcast previously. They're supposed to be loud and noisy, you know, because they're, they're yeah. making a point. Yeah. I do sometimes think that maybe uh, the reason why protesters are being treated badly, and again, we've touched on this previously, is that they succumb to the tactics of the of the, yeah. the, the police and those in mm. those in law, the law, law and order. Mm. I would say, though, with, with with what I've seen of what's happened in Myanmar, it, it was it literally was a coup, wasn't it? It was a military yeah. coup again. So that's uh, uh, that, and that's you say again as well. So that shows you again that this is a that something has happened on a, on a regular basis, right? It's a, a country yeah. that's trying to almost find its um, find its place, find mm. find what, what what it is, find out what it itself is. I saw a comment on um, I think it was LinkedIn. Well, I wasn't part of the conversation, but somebody was saying that um, climate crisis protests the black lives matter protests are pissing the general public off in them in britain and putting them putting them offside and they're they're, they're now losing ground and uh, and the, the the disruption they're causing is causing the country to even though they might agree with their argument to go against them i looked at that statement and i thought where is the evidence that the british public are being pissed off mm. uh, and where and also alongside that where's the evidence that the protests are actually working both sides of the debate. Where's the evidence to back up that claim? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know? yeah. But but let's get to the real crux of this question. You know, the whole idea we we do have the intelligence to live more sustainably, live live just live a live a greener life, right? Uh, but do our leaders? I would say that we're, we're we're all we all are in the same boat. You know, we we choose, we have to remember we choose our leaders. I think we're some. This is the whole thing about this being a disguised dictatorship. I think maybe the reason why it might be see, it seem to be a disguised dictatorship, and I'm sort of my brain's sort of switching on a bit better now, um, is the is because we feel powerless. Is that would that be the question? Would that be the I think would be the reason? Well, well, let me. Uh, I I haven't voted since I was eighteen. Well, and, and, what was, and, what, I, and what was the and what is the reason for that? Well, because every single person who stands for my vote, I just think they're they're the same person with a different mask on. So the what, liberals and what, the, the the what is it the liberal democrats whatever whoever. what is that party now yeah liberal they're, democrats they're, yeah. They're, yeah liberal democrats they're jumping on saying oh we're we're um we're against the uh, bill that's come in to pre- prevent protest peaceful protest uh, the, the 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 policing act bill uh, and I don't find that a genuine statement I just see that's a vote winner. Uh, and if the, that situation had come up, if, uh, if the bill hadn't been announced, they wouldn't have nailed their flag to that particular mask. That's just a, that's just a hollow words. So what would, and what I would just make d- you vote then? If you were to, if you, if you, if you were to, yeah, what what scenario then would <coughs> lead you to lead you to vote? A whole somebody who, who, who was going to come in and, and just pick 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 the whole whole thing up and just mix it up and drive forward. Uh, uh, new structures and new new policies new 
new new ways of living as it's as colin says the the technology is there mm-hmm. to to for, for us to actually be able to save ourselves but do you think, do the you way think that's that, a chicken and egg situation though you know the fact that that you know that the reason why politicians are doing what they do is because in a way it's what we're dictating to them i don't think people like change I mean, we, we discussed low-traffic neighbourhoods recently. All you have to do is look at the conversations that are happening around here in Oxford about the low-traffic neighbourhoods. People really do not like change. They don't like change because it, 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 um, it means they have to really think about what they're doing rather than relying on their, ha- their habits, right? Yeah, they don't like change, but uh, that's why you need to have guided pathways yep. put out there at the same time as saying what the change would be. And some, something else that, you know, what would make me vote? Somebody who would would diversify the the pool the talent pool of decision makers the decision makers are generally old men in their suits in parliament who who have got no connection with the way the rest of us live and there's jobs for the boys david cameron you know look look him up yeah and so i personally think i would vote if somebody strongly brought in citizens assemblies where where the decision-making process was taking away from those men in their suits sat in Parliament to having a wider resource of opinions and then ultimately the decision-makers carry forward the will of those citizens' assemblies. But I feel, I feel, I feel as, a, as a, a democracy, because Britain is definitely a democracy in my opinion, that we are, move, that's, we are moving towards that anyway, naturally, because the way... The way um... We are, we are, and the resistance we're feeling is the people who are currently in power not wanting that. Well, no, I just say even 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 with the politics that that, that mm. uh, with each um, election, you know, the diversity actually increases uh, within within mm. the uh, within the those that, those that, those that have been elected. Mm. Um, the other thing that would make me vote, get off my ass and vote, is I saw somebody that I believed. Yes. I don't believe any of them. Yeah. I don't believe any of them. That's, I'm that... a good. Uh, I would probably because I I do a lot of radio. I listen to how people phrase things. Uh, and there's a certain little tip I would give give listener, you, you the listener and William to, to do. Look up on Radio 4, The Archers. It's long-standing, um, long-standing, uh, what do you call it, afternoon series that happens Mondays to Fridays. It's almost a soap 20 minutes. opera, isn't it, almost? Soap opera, that's the phrase. Actors on there, they do this breathing that gives away that it's acting. They, they, they finish a sentence and go... Now, I worked with somebody and he used to tell these extravagant lies and he used to end his sentence in, and I, that's a lie. I know that's a lie. And I'm politicians. Sometimes they stand up there and they go, so have a listen. Every time you hear a politician go, at the end of a sentence, it's a bloody lie. It's an act. I, I would say that, that, that politicians are in, in, in an interesting position when it comes to to saying anything, because I believe we mean they get their heads up their own I asses. Would say, I would say that when a politician when a politician speaks, they are so aware of what they're saying that they don't want to they don't want to say anything. Politicians are yeah. very good at saying nothing because they could easily say, "Well, this 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 is going to happen. This policy is going to happen, or this is not going to happen." Right? That, that in about two weeks' time, it it happens or doesn't happen, whatever the case is, and of course. People can refer back to it, saying, "Well, here you said that, and here you said that, and that is that is that is the the paradox of being a politician." I think, I think that's the I think that's the biggest issue they face. And I would also suggest yep. that remember that politicians 
are just people anyway. I go back to this whole idea of, you know, when Donald Trump was originally put into power, you know, there was a post up there saying, describe this man in two words. And everybody was saying quite vicious, nasty words, which is understandable because he's a vicious, nasty person anyway, which I, I don't like him. But I literally just put the word two words up there. Donald Trump, because he is a person, right? And as soon as you make somebody a person, you actually realise that they, you might, um, they're not, they're not, mm. they're not, they're not infallible. They're not, uh, mm. they're not insurmountable. Mm. They're just a person, right? But going to that, back to that breathing thing, the uh, good example I've just thought of. Say, for example, somebody is acting, drinking a cup of tea, and they'll go like this. They'll drink it, yeah, and they go afterwards it's a different slightly different version of that you, when uh, it's not genuine uh, uh, you cannot help it you come out with it are you asserting that all tea drinkers are liars there Stuart? uh yeah yeah i think coffee drink, drinkers are superior uh, in all, all all forms of biology yeah I, I, I mentioned i mentioned that to all my finnish friends because most of them are coffee drinkers anyway yeah. anyway i feel that we're getting to the end of this uh, discussing this question yeah let me just look at this okay well colin c- concludes his thing about increasing biomass of mature trees and kelp farms. Kelp farms are, uh, uh, it's uh, seaweed farming. You can put a tiny little piece of seaweed in and it grows huge. Yeah. Um, that's a great way. They take That technology's there. We've got better transport and options out there. Mm-hmm. For la- reducing food waste. Um, we have the intelligence to do this, but do our, do our leaders. I, I would actually bring it, instead of us and them again, I'd say we've all got the intelligence, but not enough of us have the will. Yeah, and this is the whole idea of challenging habits as well. Just because just because you can drive somewhere doesn't mean you should. Just because you can fly in somewhere doesn't mean you should. You know, just because you can buy everything, all, all that food in from the supermarket doesn't mean you should. You know, it's like challenge your own assumptions, challenge your own habits. Maybe that's an action. We haven't had an action for a while, have we? We like to have an action. yeah. yeah. Just challenge your own habits. Yeah. The um the last three episodes, I've been slightly fractious, I think. Uh, I've not been feeling that well, so I might sound a little bit militant. But I'd like to conclude on that last point I made. We've been having a go at leaders and dictators and, and, and people with vested interests. It's not us and them. The last three episodes, I think, can be reduced down into we all have the intelligence to live better but we don't have the will. So my action today is go out there and try and cultivate cultivate the will. <sighs> yeah, and um, remember that your neighbour is is um, in the same boat as you are, right? Yeah. I do remember a, a my final point as well, as along the same lines. I had a conversation with a member of the Maasai. Um, yep. I'll just kick the microphone stand. Well done, William. Um, I just had a, I had, yeah, I had a conversation with a member of the Maasai after they did a talk about what they were going through. And I pointed out a photograph, one of my favourite photographs of all time, which was taken by the, I believe, the Cassini uh, spacecraft. And it took a photograph of the Saturn's rings. But they realised that they actually, when they took the photograph, in the, within the Saturn's rings, there was this blue dot in it. And it turned out that blue dot was us was the planet Earth. We all live on this same planet. This little dot, when you see it from such a long distance away, the Earth from a human scale point of view is so vast. But you see it from from that distance. We are this little blue dot. We are, this is one island, this is our island. We'd have no island to to escape to. So let's all work together 
on this on on this whether or not you, you agree with this man, man man created climate change or not really what we're aiming for is is uh, just a, a just a better place to live for us all that's really that's yeah. what we're really after here a bit of utopian idea but i think it's possible because we have the intelligence to do this and, and we, we've we, been working on this podcast too long because i was going to say that sounds like a utopian ideal but you got there before me yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm just um, preempting, especially especially you know, when you just finished off with a lie at the end of the last sentence. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, we'll finish it on that bombshell. Anything else to say, Stuart, before we before we sign off? The only thing I would say is Mock Lane, Edish, Yurknuk, Selpup, F. What's that all about? Actually, that's the email address backwards, isn't it? Bloody, that's, that's been a yeah. while since we've heard that one. And there's been a few swear words in this one, so we're either going to bleep them out or we're going to make this as an explicit episode. Yeah, I, whenever I feel rough... I, 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 uh, you, you get it both barrels, but I'm always fair. I think uh, I've been fair. I've been hard, but fair on this one. You may disagree with me. I don't care. Yeah, but at least you're motivated to disagree. But that's it. Yeah, but we both are. We both, we both are quite opinion. We are both opinionated men in our forties. Let's put it that way. We're yeah. both, we're both having midlife crises at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Mine's more visible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mine's, mine's internally, man. Right, okay. Yeah. On that bombshell, thanks very much for listening to us. We'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>